from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. the nightcap here on VEASAN, hour number two. And a big field goal by the Pittsburgh Steelers. A 50-yarder, Sean, to give Pittsburgh Steelers a 16-7 lead. 9.46 to go. It was Chris Boswell. Feels like he's been there forever. Burying a 50-yarder, 16-7 now, as Cleveland has the ball back with nine and a half minutes to go. And uh, they got to get something going here. Yeah, but if you had Pittsburgh and you're laying the points, you wanted a touchdown there. Oh, yeah. This has backdoor 16-14 Browns cover written all over it. Well, it just depends on when you got it. Because right. Cleveland went on. Oh, boy. Maybe not. Boy, oh, boy. Man, they are getting after Baker Mayfield tonight. Woo! He has been sacked seven times. Seven times, man. It is. Uh, it is... The day that he's going to have to uh, sit in that cold tub a little bit. Oof. Well, when you get back there and you look one way and you pump it and you know, bring the ball down, no pocket awareness, no situational understanding, you generally get sacked. 16-7, to seven, Pittsburgh leading the Cleveland Browns and a third and 18 for Cleveland. Baker rolling, trying to juke, got a flag down, not going anywhere. So, Pittsburgh feeling pretty good. The under looking good as well. Uh, I'm kicking myself. The only play I thought about making and I didn't make it was under passing yards for Ben Roethlisberger, which was here at circa 237.5. DraftKings, you could have got better at 240.5. He's got 123 yards. And most likely will not attempt no. more than three or four more passes. Najee Unless Harris, something though. drastically changes yeah. in the score. Najee Harris, on the other hand, if you played over on him, Ladies and gentlemen, you are feeling rather comfortable because you won. He's got 136 yards so far on the ground here tonight. What a tremendous day for Najee Harris, the rookie out of Alabama. 13 carries for 13 catches for 18 yards. What was the penalty? Because they accept- holding on the Browns. Why would they accept that? I don't know. I was wondering that too. That's bizarre to me. I agree. Why wouldn't you make them uh, third and 26 now for the Browns? from their own nine-yard line. Well, they got a false start. Maybe they're getting going for a safety. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. 
Well, I mentioned uh, Najee Harris. He was in the backfield last year for Nick Saban and Alabama as that team rolled their way to a national championship, beating Notre Dame in the semifinals and following up by a thumping of Ohio State. They lose Mac Jones. They lose Devontae Smith. They lose Jalen Waddle. They lose Najee Harris. They lose Alex Leatherwood. They lose uh, the defensive tackle for uh, for the Patriots. It doesn't no, matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Here they are, number one. Mm-hmm. And they are in the national championship again. Heisman Trophy winner and Bryce Young. They just won 27 to 6 in the semifinal, covering again. And, and they're back in the national championship. But. And I get plus money. You can get plus money. And, and I'm going to take it. As we just talked to Patrick Everson. The money line on Alabama is going to be the play, I think, for a lot of people. Here at Circa, plus 130. Our friends at South Point, plus 135. Uh, Looks like South Point has the best money line price that I see out there right now at plus 135. This number has slowly uh, moved towards or continued to gain steam on Georgia. Last week, actually the past couple weeks, Sean, this line has been up here at Circa. Mm Mm-hmm. Around minus two, minus two and a half. Look-ahead line, right? Look-ahead line. Uh, if these two teams did not make it to the championship, you would get refunded. Now it's sitting at three. It is a juice three, though. So here at Circa, Alabama is minus 115. Honestly, if you like Georgia, the best price you're going to get currently is at DraftKings. Minus three, even money. So you can lay the three, but you still have to play even money. I don't know what the price would be to uh, to buy it down at two and a half. might be... 20 cents. Um, I want to, before you uh, chime in here, I just want to uh, make a note of what Brett McMurphy tweeted out earlier today about the history of Nick Saban as an underdog. I believe I, there it is. Nick Saban has won six of his last seven games as an underdog at Alabama. They were a six and a half point underdog in the SEC championship. They, he won 41. They won 41 to 24. They hadn't been an underdog in like seven years. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, they beat Georgia again in 2015, 38 to 10. The only time they lost as an underdog, they were a 10-point underdog in 2008 to Florida, lost 31 to 20. But the last seven times, he is six and one outright, and you are back on the Crimson. Tide. Absolutely. When the line when the line first came out, when the two semifinals was on, I think it was Georgia minus two. Yep. And I immediately put a really large bet in on Alabama money line. I did not bet the number because I felt like people were going to still come in on Georgia. And now it's up to three. I think I'm going to go and put uh, uh, an even larger bet on Bama plus the three. I just, again, to me, Georgia, Alabama are mirror images of each other as far as talent goes. At head coach. Nick Saban's a lot more accomplished than Kirby Smart, but in his own right, Kirby Smart's an elite head coach. But to me, the difference is Stetson Bennett and Bryce Young. And I know Stetson played a really good game against Michigan, but I've told anyone that would listen, he never was under any duress. And I mean mental and game situational distress. Georgia jumped up on Michigan. They kind of coasted the remainder of the game. He never had to. Down three, make a big third down, under pressure, into a tight contested window. So there's still some things about Stetson Bennett I'm unsure of. I am completely sure that Bryce Young, if it comes down to him, he'll make the play. So 
because of that, I'm going to side with, with – I've already sided with uh, Bama on the money line. I'm going to make a, a, a large bet as well on Bama plus the points. I like Georgia in this spot. Um, and Even I, at three. Yeah, I don't love it as much. Uh, I haven't made a play yet. Uh, I want it to come down to two and a half. But, you know, hearing that early sharp action on Georgia, you know, intrigues me. Once so it- take the analytical part out of it because I, I get it. We have a gambling show. I know – a lot of people just bet numbers. Mm-hmm. They don't even get I don't, into. I don't, I'm not just right. solely betting a number here. Right. I, I Talk think, me through Well, I think what part of this game in the rematch favors Georgia as opposed to the outcome the first time. The first time, Alabama went to the air and just obliterated Georgia. And could they do it again? It's certainly possible. Uh, John Mechie is out. And the game plan for Georgia, or sorry, for Alabama against Cincinnati. Now, here's the caveat. Cincinnati's mm-hmm. secondary is better than Georgia's secondary. Cincinnati has an elite secondary, mm-hmm. and they weren't great up front, and Alabama took advantage of that. They ran Brian Robinson a ton. He went for over 200 yards. Can't do that. You cannot do that against Georgia. We saw an elite rushing team with the best offensive line in the country in Michigan average about three yards per carry. Hassan Haskins had 39 yards. Blake Corum had 13 yards. I mean, they combined, Haskins and Corum combined for 12 carries in that game. And Georgia's going to make Alabama beat them through the air again. And once again, you go back to the Georgia Dome. They did it, and it wasn't a big issue. They threw all over the yard on them. Also, Georgia has another week of health for George Pickens. He was a non-factor against Michigan, but they didn't really need him. Mm -hmm. I think you saw the playmakers... For Georgia, you saw James Cook making big plays. You saw Brock Bowers continue to make some big plays in that game. I really like Georgia. I would love them under three. Under three, We'll see if it gets there. Like I said, DraftKings has it juice, so you could see some money coming in uh, on Alabama. And I just think this is another situation where I think the public's going to be all over Alabama. And does the public win sometimes? Absolutely. But I think it is really hard to beat a – Phenomenal team, which both of these teams are, twice in the same season. We've seen it before. We saw Alabama lose in regular seasons to LSU, and or is it LSU? I, whatever it was. I, I need to go back and look at revenge spots and, and return spots. The biggest worry I have is the sidelines. You've got Nick Saban on one and Kirby Smart on the other. Kirby Smart has religiously, against Saban, stepped on his own toes Mm -hmm. so that makes me worried but I do like Georgia I think they're slightly superior uh, talent wise the quarterback concerns certainly scare me but you know Stetson Bennett I thought played phenomenal against Michigan in the in the semifinals I did Uh, I'm not not arguing with that I'm just it was a very comfortable game to play quarterback does it bother you that and by no means is Kate McNamara the reason Michigan lost but does it bother you when JJ got in the game and really took a more aggressive approach to throwing the football, that Georgia's corners weren't able to run with Michigan's receivers. Georgia has a huge issue in their secondary that because of the way the schedule ended up, mm-hmm. they haven't been exposed. But they were exposed they in were the first contest against, against Alabama. They were exposed against and Alabama. And that's why I still side with Alabama. Georgia has a lack of speed in their secondary. They really struggle covering the deep ball down the field. 11 continually got ran by in the Michigan game once J.J. came into the game. And I just think Alabama knows that, and I think they're going to take advantage of it. I really do. I think that. Now, not having Mechie, 
worries me. But Ja'Cory, yeah, they got, in, look, they got guys. Was the number one receiver in the country yeah. coming out of high school. They got guys. I mean, you so, know, John Mechie was established. You know, Jamison Williams still was able to make a couple big plays, even though against one of the elite secondaries in Cincinnati, which which certainly scares you. But up front, I think that Georgia's got the capabilities of making the day uncomfortable for Bryce Young. I think they're going to be one-dimensional. And I just really believe that in a month span or six-week span, it's really challenging to beat the same exact team two times. And the line is moving for a reason. We will see. But I, I lean Georgia right now. Haven't made a play. Sean's all over Alabama. What a surprise. Alabama. We're against each other in this one. 19 to 7, the Steelers controlling Monday Night Football. Peace. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, over, under, and against the spread. Bets, betting splits, just another way. We here at VEASAN here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits at every for every game at VEASAN.com. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Oh, is there a penalty? It must have been a penalty. Yeah, defensive pass interference. Defensive pass interference. Bogus call, but. And it doesn't really matter. Um, on, hey. a, on another note, mm-hmm. our, our producer, Aaron Oster, is a, a huge Maryland men's basketball fan. Going to get the cover tonight. Spotlight was too big for him tonight. Hey. Had a chance to win the game. Good teams win. Yeah. Great teams cover. They covered. Maryland on the road they against didn't win. Iowa. Nine-point dog going to cover had a chance can't make free throws hey man maybe they don't practice free throws at maryland i don't know i'm just saying good job terps big day for the dogs in the big uh the big uh big 10 wisconsin wisconsin 12 and a half point dog goes Ooh. into purdue beats them outright purdue played bad i mean they were sloppy they turned the ball over so if you are a believer in purdue now would be a great time to buy low yeah, I don't know. I still don't know how low those odds are going to get. 
as the game has gone final, Maryland uh, hitting a three at the buzzer. 80-78, to 78, Iowa gets the win. Maryland gets the cover. So both dogs in the Big Ten tonight get the cover against, uh, against their opponent, Wisconsin winning outright. We will talk more college basketball coming up top of the hour. Good friend of the program, Jim Root. We will get his thoughts. Big day tomorrow in college basketball. Are the Dukies ever going to get back on the floor? I don't know, man. This corona got us bad. Yeah. I feel like we haven't played since early December. We haven't. It's, I mean, obviously it is running wild. Maybe we picked up a point guard in the transfer portal. <laughs> oh, is Baker going to get sacked again? He's running for his life. Oh, he's going to go. Run, Baker, run. He get a first down. Oh, <laughs> look at Baker. He's lowering his shoulder instead of going out of bounds. Down 12. It didn't quite Season's end up like over. He, it didn't quite end up like he, he just thought. He just gave a little, what's up? He ended up on his back. Dude, you've been sacked eight times tonight. And he's running full speed, and the cornerback is standing there, and Baker ends up on his back. <laughs> Watch this. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And he still gave the old, what's up? The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, we will talk some college troops coming up at the top of the hour. Yeah, it has been, uh, it's been a bizarre couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, as we know, with, uh, with COVID. Baker got sacked again, by the way. In college football and the NFL, yeah. and uh, He's a contract's best friend. He just probably helped tonight about three Steelers D linemen hit their sack incentives in their contract. Well, He's going to get all kind of thank you cards. By the way. Is that sack nine? T.J. Watt had four sacks tonight. And it's not over, guys. Ooh, over Parsons? Yeah, I think T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. T.J. right now. I feel like your team don't make the playoffs. You can't win any individual awards. Four sacks. Well, Steelers could make it. By the way, Steelers win tonight. Ensures yet again, no losing season for Mike Tomlin. Best coach in football. Never had. Over the guy who won seven Super Bowls, six Super Bowls. Yeah, Belichick. He's he's a goat. So there's the goat, and then there's the best coach right. in football. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Brady. Like, is that like MVP and Offensive Player of the Year? Well, it's like okay, you can't say anybody's the best quarterback in football as long as Brady's still there. He's kind of the goat, right? You know, so it's like that. Do you know Mike Tomlin at all? <laughs> Very well. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mike no Tomlin was our defensive backs coach. In Tampa. Oh, I should have. Yeah, when Herm left together. to go be the head coach of the Jets, uh, Mike Tomlin replaced him. Oh. Can we get Mike Tomlin on the show? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. It's got other issues right now. Yeah. Uh, but the Steelers going to get it done tonight. Trying to figure out, can they get that tie back to Detroit? That's going to keep them out of the playoffs. Yeah. Just beat Detroit. That's all you got to do, Pittsburgh. Beat Detroit, and you'll be in a good situation. It's not their fault. It's the NFL's fault. A regular season NFL game should never end in a tie. 2022. Come on. Get it together, NFL. So, playoff-wise, I'm just taking a peek at the AFC. So, with the Steelers winning, they will remain the ninth spot. It'll be 8-7-1. and one. They play the Baltimore Ravens this upcoming weekend. So, we know that the Raiders-Chargers game is a win-and-in situation, I believe. Yes. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And they're competing against each other. Hold on. Is yeah, it's a it's a winning now. They, they're no, just, no, 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 no. I know that. Okay. So all right, so the Chargers Raiders winning in situation. If the Colts right, lose, the Colts, right, they could still potentially. <laughs> if the Colts right. lose to the Jaguars, 
who just lost by 40, uh, then that would open the door for the Steelers. So the Steelers still have a slight window it's over. to make the playoffs. It does feel over, but they will head into week 18 with life. They will be an underdog against the Ravens, uh, but the Steelers will have a chance to make the postseason if, in fact, they win. And that game, actually, because if the Ravens win that game and the Colts lose, I don't know. It says the Ravens aren't eliminated yet. Did the Ravens beat the Colts? Yeah, remember uh, Colts jumped? Uh, yes. Yes. So the they Ra- start co- trying yeah, to come back two. in the second half. Week yeah. two. So that Ravens-Steelers game does have playoff implications. Currently. If yeah. the Colts somehow lose to the Jaguars. Well, the one thing we know is Jacksonville may actually forfeit. And the Jaguars, by the way, all that's on the line for them is the number one pick. Number one pick. Yeah, they're not going. And the players, they don't care about the number one pick, obviously, but they're not going to win that game. No, they care. No, they care about oh, winning. Yeah. The players want to win. No. Have you watched them play? I mean, I watched them last okay, then, weekend. No, they don't want to win. So Urban Meyer's not going to win Coach of the Year. Or Tanner Bevel. No. No. Okay. Who will win Coach of the Year? I think this is a fascinating discussion. This is probably the tightest Cause it's, to me, race, in my opinion, because yeah. there are quite a few guys I think that are deserving. So you've got Zach Taylor, who's the favorite right now, at plus 150, head coach of the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And as you see right there on that handy-dandy graphic that Aaron Oster and our production team put together, he opened at 50-1. to one. Matt LaFleur sits at plus 175, head coach of the Packers. Mike Vrabel... His odds went from 14 to 1 down to plus 350 after the win this weekend for the Titans in the lockup. Not only the AFC South, but if they win this weekend against Houston, they're the number one seed and get a bye. And then Bill Belichick's odds have risen to 20 to 1. It feels like it's a three man race. I believe it is between Zach Taylor, head coach of the Bengals, Matt LaFleur, who all they've done since he's been there is, you know, set an NFL record for the first team to win 13 games in three consecutive seasons. The guy's 39-9 and nine as the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. And then Mike Vrabel, you lose Derrick Henry. He's been out for two months. Mm-hmm. They are 5-3. and three. Remember, A.J. Brown missed about a month of the season, and they are now on the verge of grabbing the number one seed. So with all of that being said, who would Sean King award coach of the year to and is there anyone out there worth a look for a little ka-ching but there are quite a few guys that have done a phenomenal job this year and uh, I think even Frank Wright I don't think he can get or should get coach of the year but when you look at what happened with Carson Wentz with the foot in the preseason and them thinking that he was going to be out you know the whole season or the majority of the season and then the way they got off to a start and Right now, to me, they're the number one team that you don't want to play. Agreed. The Colts. Like, in the playoffs, to Played me, I don't this weekend. want to play the Colts. That now, throw to Hunter Renfro? Let's just, say, let's just say somebody on this desk, not named Sean King, had the Colts in a teaser down to two, and that Hunter Renfro, Derek Carr connection on fourth down was not yeah, ideal. But they lost because of their quarterback. Carson Wentz is something else. And the fact that Frank Reich has gotten his team to where they're at, I think he deserves recognition, not actually an opportunity to win it. I also think, and listen, because of the way they started, 
and because of the way they played in the second half, he won't get any votes. But Cliff Kingsbury, if you would have said before the year the Cardinals go 11-5, and five, potentially a chance to go 12-5 and five going into this last week, people would have said Cliff Kingsbury wins coach of the year. So I just wanted to acknowledge those two guys. Now, Matt LaFleur, to me, should win it. Just with what he dealt with this offseason with Aaron Rodgers and you know him deciding not to show up because of issues with management and the receivers not coming and then Aaron being immunized instead of vaccinated and no Jair Alexander and Bakhtiari and all these guys missing. The Darius Smith. To have the number one seed in the NFC, I think he's coached an unbelievable high level this year. So to me, I would give it to Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur plus 175 at DraftKings. A minute 20 to go. Some second half total implications right now with the Browns knocking on the end zone. Also give you my thoughts on coach of the year as well. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It's the nightcap. You're on peace. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Head over to vsin.com slash podcast. You can get beating the book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. We've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Look at those numbers. <laughs> Twenty, Hang that in the Louvre. Hey, just like he drew it up. 24 of 46 for Big Ben in his Heinz Field finale. One touchdown, 123 yards. By the way, as we went to break, there was a questionable defensive pass interference call on a throw to the end zone by Baker Mayfield. Set them up first and goal. Did a little play action. Harrison Bryant touchdown over second half total as it was set at 21. It is now 23, 19 to 14. The score a minute to go in Pittsburgh and third down and one here for the Pittsburgh. One and Steelers? a half, two. Okay. Um, real quickly, just kind of wrap things up as this game will uh, will go final here shortly on Coach of the Year. So. Zach Taylor sitting at plus 125 at DraftKings. Matt LaFleur at plus 175. His odds did not change. And then you've got Mike Vrabel at plus 350. I think Mike Vrabel you can make a a solid case for. Because, yes, they were the preseason favorites to win their division. Mm -hmm. But you lose your best player. And, ooh, go, Najee, go. Oh, boy. Najee to the house. Let's do some math here. 25-14. No. The over? It won't won't get to the over of the full game. Oh, it might. No. Cleveland's getting the ball. That's true. This would be a tragic beat. (laughs) Tragic. When it it was 10-0, what I say? I say, if you miss this over, just give it up. Oh, man. Don't play any more totals the rest of the game. 25-14. Najee Harris (gasps) just broke one for a score. Have yourself a day, Najee Harris, Mm. by the way as uh, now Big Ben getting embraced by his teammates. 
hundred and uh, they haven't updated the stats. It's going to be a 188 yards and a touchdown for Najee Harris. Woo! And people, uh, I think Jared Smith just uh, t- t- uh, tweeted out Browns teasers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Shot to the heart. <sighs> um, all right, while we wait here, though, I do think Mike Vrabel has a case. He's done a great job. He's done a phenomenal job. It's not sexy. Der- Derrick Henry out. Not sexy. His quarterback is not sexy. And they've got a chance, Sean, which it's almost should amplify him, right? It does, but it doesn't. And they're going to be the number one seed if they win this weekend against Houston. But at some point, and I know it is, it's kind of like when Denzel won Best Actor for Training Day. Mm-hmm. He was phenomenal in that movie. But it was almost a Lifetime Achievement Award for Denzel. He's been the leading man in so many movies for the love of God, Matt LaFleur walked into Green Bay and has gone 39-9 and as their head coach in the regular season. They are the only team in NFL history to have three consecutive seasons of 13 wins or more. I understand that he has Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. It's nice to have him. Well, Mike McCarthy had him. He won a championship in 2010, but then they didn't make the playoffs his last year, led to his ousting. They were under 500 for, I think, a couple of years. Now, there were some injuries thrown in there to Aaron Rodgers. But at some point, you have to recognize that it's not all Aaron Rodgers. And let's go through this season, Sean. Mm -hmm. To your point, and you made a great one, the Mm offseason. Is Aaron Rodgers going to come back? What are we going to do? He ultimately comes back. They lose the first game of the season in Jacksonville to the Saints. They get their butts whipped. They turn it around. Remember the game in Arizona? Look, you can give all the credit in the world to their quarterback. He was very helpful in that win, obviously. But they didn't have Devontae Adams. They didn't have Alan Lazard. They didn't have MVS. They beat an unbeaten team on the road without their three top wide receivers. Credit deserves to be to the MVP of the league, Aaron Rodgers, but to the head coach. When was the last time we saw a head coach and a a player win MVP and, and coach of the year. I believe it was 2007 when the Patriots went undefeated mm-hmm. with Belichick and Brady. Did Harbaugh and Lamar do it too? Harbaugh and Lamar re- more recently than that. Oh, really? Oh, Ron Rivera and Cam. So we've had it multiple times since uh, the Brady year. Matt LaFleur deserves this award. And honestly, at plus 175, I think it's worth a little play because Zach Taylor deserves a ton of credit, right? Mm-hmm. They're AFC North champs. But at the end of the day, Sean, this is a football team in Green Bay that for the second consecutive year is going to be the number one seed in the NFC. They're going to be potentially 40-9. and nine. They said they're playing their starters this week. I don't know if I believe them, but he says they're playing them. Let's just say they win this weekend. 40-9 and nine over three years, 14-3, and three, number one seed, despite not having their starting quarterback. I know they lost that game against the Chiefs. They did cover a game without all their uh, wide receivers. They've had David Bakhtiari out their entire year. L- L- uh, Jenkins mm-hmm. filled in. He tore his ACL. They're on their third-string left tackle right now. Mm-hmm. Zadarius Smith has been hurt. Jair Alexander's been hurt with the best lockdown corner in the NFL. And yet, here they are again, Sean. That guy needs to be coach of the year. Well, he's been calm when everything has been chaotic around him. I think he's been exactly what... A professional head coach should be 
he's the stabilizing factor with that organization. Management, they're off trying to recreate the same magic that happened 20 years ago. We're going to draft our Aaron Rodgers. Players, just like most players in professional sports, they're about them. Then you have the head coach in the middle, and he's convinced both sides to mend the gap. Everybody that I know in Green Bay has said that Rodgers and the GM have started to build a relationship, that the situation is much better than it was. Matt LaFleur never says anything controversial in the press. He's always, from a political standpoint, on the right side without being political. You know, he's on the sideline. He has a demeanor that I want from a head coach if I owned a National Football League team. And he produces. And he's young. So, like, he could be there for the next 20 years and still be a relatively young guy compared to some of the guys coaching right now. So, I just think he doesn't get enough credit. Mm -hmm. But you know how hard it is because these coaches, just like most people that live in, you know, the world in 2022, everybody's self-promoting. Everybody wants to enhance and build and become an influencer and this and that and be somebody of some type of celebrity. Head coaches are no different. You know how hard it must be to be on a team where your quarterback is that big of a superstar and not ever feel like I have to try and usurp Aaron Rodgers. I can just be me. And the success is what I yearn for, not the spotlight. And as you mentioned, 39 and 9 since he got there, relatively unknown when he took over as the head coach Wasn't of Green Bay. Wasn't even the play caller in Tennessee before right. he took this job. And unlike a lot of his young counterparts, he isn't trying to prove he's the smartest person every game. He ain't out there going for it on fourth and one on his own 15 and talking about if you don't think that was the right decision. You know, you know, he's just doing it to win. And I love that about him. I hope he gets rewarded with NFL Coach of the Year. He deserves it. And, I, and, I feel, and we're talking about Matt LaFleur. Yeah, and I feel like that is overlooked. By the way, it has gone final in Pittsburgh. And can I get one shout out yeah, go for before it. we get out? 26 to 14, Pittsburgh. People say what they want about Big Ben Roethlisberger. And I wore this polo jacket today because that's all I could find in the closet that had the Steelers colors. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a shout-out to one of the most unique players to ever play the quarterback position at an elite level for as long as he has. And I know the last couple of years he's been the butt of a lot of jokes. A lot of them well-deserved. His performance has dipped. But – he was the first Big Ben Roethlisberger, and I don't think we're ever going to get another one. And here's what I mean by that. He's not a running quarterback, yet he's not a pocket quarterback. And yet he's won at an unbelievable level doing it his way. The pump fake, the being big in the pocket, the having people draped all over him, making throw after throw after throw. I go back to the Super Bowl when they beat the Cardinals and the throw he makes since Antonio Holmes. I mean, when you – if you really just take a minute and just appreciate what Big Ben has done coming from a Mac school, yeah. like this wasn't, you know, somebody that was born into wealth and, you know, had a silver spoon. This is a guy that really, really earned everything that he's gotten. And just I think we should take a second just to salute Big Ben Roethlisberger on an amazing career and on being able to create a niche because what he has accomplished, they showed a statistic earlier, I think it's five guys that are in the 60,000 yard club and he's one of them i don't think he gets enough credit for how difficult it is to do it the way that he did it so shout out to big ben roethlisberger i'm a big fan and i don't know what he's gonna do next year but we wish him all the best and heck of a career incredible career five years from now he'll be wearing a gold jacket in canton
welling up as he walks off the field at Heinz. He's saluting the fans. Steelers win 26-14 in Big Ben's finale at Heinz Field. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. VSEN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game, Big Dance special provides VEASAN Plus all access to everything we do from now to April 5th for only 69 bucks. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game, and College Hoops betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns of every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss... Out on one of the best deals of the year. Head over to vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. This gentleman right here, he's a big deal, won a Super Bowl. I am not. Uh, I am Tim Murray. That is Sean King. You're a huge deal. To Top me. of the hour. It is Jim Root. He's a big deal. He is. Talking some college hoops. I ain't got any DMs from him. I got to pick a bone with him. Yeah, well, he didn't bet Wisconsin tonight, so uh, I know that for sure. So we will talk to uh, Jim Root, good friend of the program, talk some college basketball, big slate tomorrow. What to make of the college basketball landscape? Usually I force Jim to stay two segments, so we will see how that unfolds. But let's get back to what just unfolded in Pittsburgh. The Steelers win 26-14. The Browns were eliminated from playoff contention prior to tonight's game. And uh, furthermore, will not make the playoffs. Uh, They lose. And T.J. Watt, by the way, I think just solidified the defensive player of the year as heading into today. He had 17 and a half sacks. He now has 21. I disagree with and that. a half sacks. They should implement a rule. If you don't make the play, your team doesn't make the playoffs. <laughs> you're excluded from any, any individual awards? postseason awards. And by postseason, I mean they're awarded after the regular season ends. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be able to, you were obviously weren't that valuable. Your team didn't make the playoffs. Well, it's not his fault Big Ben's his quarterback. I didn't say it was his fault. Their defense has played pretty darn good this year. Uh, but, yeah, I think T.J. Watt is going to win that award. Um, but a big night for him. Four sacks, nine total sacks.
for the Steelers defense. Real quickly, before we just kind of get to the AFC picture, uh, let's just grade out some props. Both quarterbacks going under their passing totals tonight. Baker Mayfield, 185 yards. That's under his 225 and a half. Ben Roethlisberger, he goes under his 240 and a half with just an amazing stat line of 24 <laughs> for 46, 123 yards, a touchdown, hey, and a pick. Watch this. Do you know how hard 2. it is? 2.7 yes. yards. Do you know how hard it is to complete 24 <laughs> passes and only throw for 123 yards? That's almost impossible. That's got to be. We need to get. There's got to be uh, a stat coming out from Elias or you know ESPN stats and info shortly that says that is the lowest amount of yards per completion in the history of the NFL. They completed under three yards per 24 attempt. 24 completions. So right now, I just want you guys, if you're home, I just want you to get up and take three steps and then turn around and look where you were. <laughs> they completed 24 big men. I love them to death. Completed 24 passes, and that was the average distance of the completions. Take those three steps and turn around and then get yourself a good laugh. Well, That's uh, unbelievable. And won the game. <laughs> Deontay Johnson tonight had eight catches for 31 yards, 3.9 yards per That's unbelievable, reception. Uh, so both quarterbacks going under. Uh, both quarterbacks, actually, Baker Mayfield goes over his touchdown prop. Get a little plus money there as he throws that late touchdown to Harrison Bryant. And Ben Roethlisberger only throws one, so under there. Rushing yards, Nick Chubb under. 89 and a half finishes with 58. Najee Harris well over and uh, destroying any teasers out there with that late touchdown there. Facts. 28 carries for a buck 88 for Najee Harris and that touchdown uh, for receiving yards. We mentioned Deontay Johnson. You went over on catches. You didn't get close on yards. He had eight catches for 31 yards. Uh, Jarvis Landry, on the other hand, four catches for 43 yards. That's a rough one. He had four and a half and 46-and-a-half as his props. Chase Claypool goes under on both catches and receiving yards. Pat Fryermuth goes over on catches, but under on yards. Sensing a theme here. Donovan Peoples-Jones, he goes over on receptions and over on yards. Three catches for 76 yards. Austin Hooper goes under on catches, but over on yardage. And then Najee Harris, he goes under on catches and under on yardage. So 26-to-14. The final score, Big Ben's final game at Heinz Field as he walks off with his family into the locker room. Pretty cool picture right there as he's holding his wife's hand and yeah, has probably his don't, arm around his yeah, son. Got some security. Bring the family in the locker room after the game. <laughs> Give him a little time. So 26 to 14, uh, Big Ben will be a Hall of Famer. Pittsburgh still has an opportunity to make the playoffs. If they win next weekend against Baltimore and the Colts lose to the Jaguars, which I guess crazier things have happened. Not it's many. No, no, no. <laughs> Jaguars aren't beating anyone. No. They would lose a college football championship. <laughs> like if they were playing <laughs> Bama or Georgia, they'd lose. All right. So taking a look at the AFC right now, because the AFC, Sean, that feels much more up in the air. Yeah. I feel like it, a part of the AFC just kind of. Died a little bit. Like, what a scene for Roethlisberger. Mm -hmm. So, if you guys aren't watching on TV, like, everyone was off the field except Ben. He probably stayed on the field another 30 minutes. Yep. Family's there. The Rooney family's there. 
And it was a great moment in the tunnel. Well, I, I think it was so poetic. They stayed there, let the fans appreciate him. And him walking away, hand up, sons. At some point, that'll come up again. And some kind of marketing campaign was, you know, a beautiful moment, man. Beautiful moment. I like when guys get an opportunity to really experience and enjoy that, especially when the family's there as well. Yeah. And, you know, to, to end on a win uh, at home yeah. uh, against a rival in Cleveland on a big stage like Monday Night Football. So my question is, when are they going to come out with odds? Does Big Ben play next year? Because all he said was this was his last year He's with the Steelers. Next year. Who's, I mean, first of all, look, the, the I, Saints just asked Drew Brees a week ago, <laughs> would he please come and suit up? I mean, the Colts so asked, it's not the out Colts of, asked Philip Rivers, right, too. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, my man just completed 24 passes for 120 yards. That's hard to yards. do. That that's, is really. It's like a magic show. It's like when you go to Cracker Barrel and, you know, you play the peg game and. If you suck so bad at it, sometimes it's really hard. Like, if you leave eight pegs left with no more jumps, that's, like, the hardest thing to complete. 24 passes completed for 123 yards. That's, like, I mean, it's not even Pop Warner. Bro, if Aaron Oster came out here and laid on the floor and you stood at his head and I stood at his feet and we just threw the ball back and forth, that's about how many yards per completion <laughs> Big Ben average tonight. So, No. And he's just, you know, he's been banged up. You see him running around late in you know, these past couple of years. He's certainly not his, himself anymore. I, I think Big Ben's ready for the next step in his life. I don't flight. think he is. Like when you're that, He's not playing for anyone other than Pittsburgh, though. You know, I would hope not. But, again, when you've done the same thing. Big, Ben's how old now? 39, 40? He's got to be. Yeah, 38, 39. Yeah, he's like right that. there. A couple Because Brady's 44, so he's not more than. Five, six years Well, he was the younger. same draft class as Eli. So he's 39 right. years old. Right. He'll be If he played next year, he'd be 40. All right. But it's like you've been doing that since you were 10, 11. So now, now what do you do? I don't know. Sit back on your stacks of cash? Right. That sounds good for like the first week. I mean, uh, Big Ben has made. We always. My point it's being, always funny you can't the, go back. So that's why sometimes the decision's but hard. But he's not very good right now. Absolutely. But if you have an opportunity to still play. He's made $267 million. He has no financial problems. On the field. Yes. That's not including any sort of yes. uh, endorsement. This won't be a financially No. He's doing just decision. fine wherever yes. he lands. Right. Go to Tahiti, man. Go to Maui. Just chill. Let me ask you. Let me pose the question this way. Knowing the quarterback situation in the NFL, I mean, the Giants just played. They're going to play Jake Fromm this week. I mean, we just saw some guy named Sean Mannion. I remember the Oregon State. I know who he is. I'm just being sarcastic here. Trot out in a playoff type of game for the Vikings. I'm just saying. To me, You mean to tell me that you don't think any, A-N-Y, all caps, of the 32 teams will give big, well, 31 teams because – He's leaving Pittsburgh. The other 31 teams, not one of those teams will say, we're better off with Big Ben for one year than we are for what we have right now. I'm asking. Just saying. But does, all right. I don't want to see him wear anything else. Hypothetically. But, hey, Peyton ended up in a Broncos uniform. Yeah, Brady Pey- ended up in a Peyton Bucks. won an MVP. Montana that, ended up in a Chiefs. Peyton won an know? MVP in that Broncos uniform. Went to two Super Bowls. Maybe Big Ben ain't winning. Hey, Big Ben ain't going into any hey, fountain of youth. Maybe he's got a little 
extra space on he the wall just completed in his game room. 24 passes for 123 yards. Yeah, that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but congratulations. Steelers win. They get the cover. Under comes home. Talk to college hoops next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.